Stephen Grotes on SAFM. Well, you know the number this morning, 086-000-2032. Good to hear from you. Lots to talk about this morning, of course. Uh, waiting to see who the new Eskom CEO would be. The price of eggs, that's a big issue. The situation in Gaza, of course. Julius Malema and uh, five other EFF MPs being told they must apologize and personally to President Cyril Ramaphosa for what happened during the State of the Nation address. I suspect that they will, I think they may already be uh, taking that to court as well. So lots to come there. And of course, the Minister in the Presidency, Kumbudzun and her comments about the private sector trying, trying to undermine uh, a government, you know, wanting government to collapse, sort of strong response to all of that. One of the big, big stories that's been developing over the last 24 hours, the Justice Committee in Parliament voting to recommend to the National Assembly that MPs vote to remove suspended Western Cape Judge President John Klobe and retired judge and call him a tata as judges. If two-thirds of MPs vote in this way, they will be the first judges to be removed from office in the democratic era. Klopé has been found guilty by a judicial conduct tribunal of trying to influence constitutional court judges in cases relating to then-future President Jacob Zuma. This was back in 2008. Motala was found guilty of offences related to drunken driving and uh, racial remarks he made afterwards back in sort of 2007. Lawson Naidu is the Executive Secretary at KSAC. Lawson, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you. This now goes to the National Assembly. It would seem the ANC and the DA agree these two judges should be removed. Do you expect those MPs to then vote in this way? Are you expecting a sort of formality when the vote happens? Uh, yes, I think one one will expect a formality there, that the two biggest parties in the National Assembly, as you've said, uh, are in agreement that the um, uh, proposal for the removal of these judges uh, should take place on the recommendation of the Judicial Service Commission. And uh, the Constitution gives that authority to remove judges to Parliament. Uh, and, uh, you know, after a process that is followed by uh, the Judicial Service Commission itself, and those have been completed. This, these, both these cases, Stephen, as you've highlighted, have taken an inordinate amount of time, 16 to 17 years from when the, uh, you know, the, the misconduct uh, occurred. And this has been a cause for great concern that the JSC really do need to improve their process, processes in dealing with complaints against judges. And um, part of this, and, and this will matter for both of them, is that even a retired judge receives the same salary they were receiving when they were a judge. That's the way it's set up. So uh, both of them would then lose those salaries. They would lose all of those gratuities. Well, not gratuities, but allowances or whatever they're called. But they'll lose their income after this. Is that right? That is that is correct, Stephen. I mean, you know, uh, judges are an important part of our democratic society. Uh, uh, the judiciary plays an important role in in, in, in uh, underpinning our democratic foundations, and we uh, appoint judges after a, a process uh, that involves the JSC, and uh, you know they are paid well, uh, they, and they are paid for life in order to ensure. Uh, that they're not, uh, you know, that they're able to focus on their jobs as judicial officers. And it is a uh, a salary for life, as you say, or a pension for life after they reach retirement age, uh, to, to reward them for the contribution that they make to, to society as judges in upholding the law and uh, promoting the rule of law. And they're held in high esteem. And when they transgress, and, and uh, in these two cases where these two judges are deemed to have transgressed, and they are removed from office, they're, they're, the perks of, of that office uh, must also be must also go. And that's really about uh, you know saying that there are consequences for 
for acting uh, you know, outside the what is expected, the high standards that are expected from judicial officers. The EFFMP on the committee was Asirum Kwabani, uh, of course Lawson, a former public protector. She claimed uh, yesterday that they were being treated unfairly. Is there any evidence of that? Well, I'd say that there's not a shred of evidence of that. You know, these both these matters, as we've highlighted, have dragged on for 15 and 16 years with, you know, numerous uh, legal wrangles along the way with matters being taken to court. And, you know, one would say a Stalingrad strategy being adopted in, in, in these cases, certainly in the case of uh, suspended Chief uh, Judge President uh, Schlope. Uh, so, you know, these matters have been fully ventilated over the years. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, this is now the final hurdle for the National Assembly to take a vote. Uh, so I don't think anybody can say with a straight face that they've not been treated fairly. Um, judges have not been removed before in the democratic era. So, and they questions often uh, people who, who sometimes oppose the judiciary or very critical of it ask, how can we hold judges accountable? Is this part of that? Does this send a signal to judges that you have to behave in a particular way, you have to stick to the sort of rules that they sign up to, swear an oath to in a way. Um, This is about then sending an important signal that judges too will be held accountable. Indeed, and there's a judicial code of conduct that judges are expected to adhere to. There's, as I say, you know, there's a high standard of conduct uh, that is required from judges given the important role that they play in our society. And they take that oath of office and assumption of office. And uh, it's important for uh, respect for the rule of law. It's important for uh, parties involved in litigation to have full confidence in the judicial officers that are hearing those cases to enable those parties to accept the outcome. So, you know, this is something that uh, that needs to be upheld and up- upheld very squarely by the Judicial Service Commission. And the, as I said uh, just now, there have been many calls on the basis of the examples set by these two cases that there's uh, 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 an urgent requirement for the JSC to reform its processes to ensure that complaints against uh, judges are dealt with much more speedily so that they can be full confidence uh, in the judiciary as a whole. Lawson Naidu, thank you. Executive Secretary at the Council for the Advancement of the South African Constitution. Your view on that, 86 2032